Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio, with my co-host from somewhere in Connecticut, I believe, Joey Nochelprano. Hello, Andrew. Where are you about? I am in uh, Riverside, which is a, I don't know how, I mean, it's in Greenwich, Connecticut. Might be a town within the town. Maybe it's a hamlet or something like that. You know how these East Coast towns are. But basically, I'm in Greenwich, Connecticut, specifically in Riverside within Greenwich, Connecticut. The town of Riverside within the city of Greenwich. How's that air out there? I'm hearing things. It was, uh, it's, it's actually, it seems fine today. Yesterday was a little wonky. It was, uh, it, it smelled like, it smelled like mesquite barbecue when you went outside. Um, so, but today much clearer. I think I cursed the Canadians. Remember how I was raving about them so much last episode? Yeah. In the last week. Yeah. You're like great people, nice people. And now all of a sudden they're sending us their smoky air. Do you guys, is it a, is it yeah. an issue at all in Ohio? It is. It's better today, but like, yeah, a couple of days it was like, what is going on here? I uh, first of all, shout out to everybody who came to uh, the show in Stanford, Connecticut last night, including a bunch of dirt balls. Um, the really great show. I'll I'll prep you with this, Andy. I only got to watch half of the basketball game, the second half of the basketball game, because because of the show. But uh, I opened the show last night saying, you know. They took they took welcoming me home to the East Coast, trying to make me feel at home coming from California a little too far. Wildfires. I was like, I appreciate it, guys. But and then I said, you know, the worst part about this is that, you know, Trump's going to run on this in in 2024. He's like, we're putting up a wall of fans. It's going to be a wall of fans. China's not going to bring their smoke from Canada in here. They're going (laughs) to oscillate. They're going to be oscillating. I'll be able to do it. Biden can't do it because he's a decrepit, mentally deficient old man. But me, I'll have a wall of fans on the on the Canadian border. And guess what? Canada's going to pay for it. Yeah, I can see him saying something like that. <laughs> They're trying to bring their caravan of smoke, smoke rapists down from Canada. Not on my watch. Do you think? Uh, I do think it's crazy that like it's like I haven't seen that on the East Coast ever. No, uh, no, I mean, I I haven't either. And I guess um, everybody here is saying that this is going to be a thing for a while because it would usually be way, way later in the year that you would ever get a fire on the East Coast. Um, But we had such a wet winter in California this year. And I guess maybe not wet on the East Coast this year. It's already drying out. Oh, dude, it's and I don't know if the East Coast is like we. Let me put it this way. I haven't cut my grass in. 16 days like that's unheard of this time of year it's like you got to cut it every five to six days yeah it's been it's it's been it's been pretty dry here now something that's not going to be dry is this show we got a wet (laughs) get a wet show juicy i mean 
the sports world. The sports world, like Canada, on fire. I was just gonna say, as a back, that's exactly what I was about to do. The sports world, the sports world is definitely on fire. Right and I'm gonna now. be breaking out some uh, mandolin songs for the uh, for all of our topics. Playing playing some mandolin during the show here. What's the What's the mandolin? It's like a little small guitar. You've heard you would if you heard a mandolin, you'd be like, oh, I know, I know a lot of songs with a mandolin on it. If you heard it, it would mean something. Not to Mandalorian, you. the Mandolin. Not yeah, not Mandalorian. Okay, just just making sure. Yeah, Mandolin. But what Mandolin players also say, "This is the way." Oh, they do. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, man, we got we got a uh, we got a, we got a nice show. There's just there's just so many random topics that have happened. Yeah, where do we start? NBA Finals. Is that the big news? Yeah, we start in the NBA Finals. I like I said. Uh, so did the show last night. Great show. Shout out to everybody who came out. Uh, left the show. Went to you'll like this. Andy uh, left the show in Stanford. Walked around the corner to Bobby V's, Bobby Valentine's signature restaurant here in Stanford. Um, former Mets manager, former uh, championship winning Japanese baseball manager, um, loser in this past Stanford, Connecticut mayoral race, but like an amazing, it used to be like a little shitty little like sports bar. They serve chicken fingers. Now it's like super nice. You can gamble. They have gambling booths in there. Cause like the gambling leaves, you got like the little gambling place and walked in there. It's pretty much start of the third quarter. And I was like, Oh, well, this game's basically over already. Well, it, it was a game. I mean, what happened was it was a game, and it was a game. Obviously, it was what five points at halftime, and then just the third quarter. Yeah, and I and I walked in. I think it, I think there was like ten or nine minutes left in the third quarter, and it seems like they must have come out pretty hot because it was already like a twelve point game or something like that. Oh yeah, dude, they uh, they came out on fire, man. Yeah, they absolutely like. There's just one of those things where. Denver came out and Miami wasn't hitting their shots and Jokic Jokic had not, here's the thing Jokic they they posted this on the screen so he's had 3 in an NBA playoff history he's had 3 triple doubles where he scores 30 and 20 rebounds bananas so he's done it 3 times and the only other people to do that are Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Wilt Chamberlain, Wilt Chamberlain. Who, did it, who did it once so, so like that's and, a and wait. Those guys did it once each. Yeah, once each. Yeah. So Jokic has already done it more than those guys. And obviously, he's if they win, you know, he'll, he'll be the Finals MVP. But like, obviously, Jamal Murray had a great game, and yeah, it's like if those two are playing well, good luck. Like the Heat had to hit every three, and that's you know that's basically what I said going into the series, which is like is a nice Heat run. Um, I think that this is a and 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 before before I even get into this again, but again, it's two one, right? As close as it can be. Um, but I think the writing's on the wall. I think just you have a team that you know, unless Jokic rolls his ankle or something like that, like you just have a team that's just like you know significantly more talented, and you know it's going to be an uphill battle. Not saying that the Heat can't make this a series, but I don't 
think, and I haven't thought from the beginning that the C- the heat will like be hyper competitive in this series. And, um, you know, great run, but I'm not, I'm not putting a nail in their coffin by any means because it's two one, but like great Butler run. Heat have shown a lot. Spolster has shown a lot, but I think the bottom line is it's only so much you can do when you're talent deficient. Um, you know, it, it's just so top heavy. Like, even if you think Jimmy Butler is the second best player on the court, you know, Jokic is far and away the best. Yeah. No, for sure. It's it's uh it's definitely a talent deficiency. Um basically I think, you know, we talk they, about this with the, we talk about this with the NBA playoffs all the time. Like not a lot of teams have the first and second best player on the court and lose a series. And on any given night, Jamal Murray is the second best player on the court over Jimmy Butler. Yeah, they're a pretty good one two combo. Yeah. I, I saw an article on ESPN, I think it was comparing Jokic and Murray to like an old Spurs, Duncan and Parker, Duncan, you know, you know, probably yeah. Duncan Parker, not Duncan Ginobili, but you know, it's here's the thing. They have to win, obviously, the next game. The Heat have to. That's a must win. And, and you never know what can happen, right? If you win, it's two two. Injuries happen, like crazy things can happen. Of course. Let me ask you something right now. Would you, in your prediction, and I guess this is, you know, we always have to take into consideration that any prediction that I force you to make could also be an Andy Ruther curse and go one way or the other. You're probably, I would imagine right now, you're probably still a Nuggets and Six guy. Yeah. Okay. Are you, do you think that there's more like, what do you think is more likely? That this that this series goes seven, or that this series goes five, five. I agree. Now you might you could be right. Like I don't I don't think a six the if I bet you if you were I bet you if you looked at a Vegas line of what this series how many games this series ends in the favorite would probably be six, but I think you're more likely to have a five game Nuggets win than you are to have a seven-game series. But here's the thing. Miami is resilient, right? The, the heat culture is real. They'll bounce. Like, I just think they're going to come out tomorrow night ready to play. I, I just, I don't know. I just, like, they posted that stat, which I reposted on Twitter. It's like, these teams, the, you know, Pat Riley. But the, that is an insane stat, by the way. So he's appeared in 24.7% of all NBA finals between a player, a coach, and executive. Three is a player, 10 is a coach, Six is an executive. So he's appeared almost 25% of all NBA finals in some and that's capacity. Of, and that's of all time NBA Of finals. all time. Correct. I know. And and I, I we've talked about this stat before on this show. And I said, that, imagine that number if it was just since Pat Riley entered the NBA as a player. I bet you it's 40% or something like that. Yeah. It's nuts, man. It's absolutely nuts. And the thing is, like, Jokic, when he's on, like, last night, he, it's a weird game to watch. I, I i don't know if that's the right word, but it's also a thing of beauty, just how he maneuvers and just well, what What body. makes it, like, what I think what makes it, what, what feels weird to the modern NBA fan in watching Jokic is, like, like the last couple of years, I would say, I would say, you know, people have talked about, and I know, I know the the thing that people like to say, 
uh, Magic and Bird changed the game and Jordan changed the game and Steph Curry changed the game with the three. Um, and it is like the, the sort of modern uh, change in the game, I think, you know, even less so than the, the Steph Curry three ball game is that we have these unicorns, you know, LeBron, Kevin Durant, Giannis, these guys who are just like absolute athletic freaks that can do also all these things, you know, Kevin Durant being a seven foot shooting guard, essentially. The thing about Jokic is he's not an absolute freak athlete. No, but he's, but he's still a unicorn in that he's seven feet tall. He's six eleven or whatever. So unbelievably crafty so unbelievably skilled you know the last couple of years people love to talk about like Kyrie so skilled Kobe he was so skilled like this guy when you talk about skills obviously he's not like a, an incredible ball handler but he's a pretty good ball handler for a guy who's 6'10 6 he's an incredible passer He's so skilled in the post, so skilled around the basket. He has so much touch. He can shoot the three. His passing ability is unmatched by any big man in history. He, while not being one of these freak athletic unicorns, he's still an absolute unicorn in that he plays the craftiest game you've ever seen at 6'11". Yeah, man, it's pretty amazing. Like we did, you know, the big fundamental Tim Duncan. It was like, oh, he's just so solid, you know, the little bank shots and whatever. And it's like Jokic has so much more in his bag offensively and is an incredible passer now. He's obviously not the defender that Duncan was, but just like the uh, both guys' games that kind of feel in a way boring to people that like, love high flying athleticism, but so enjoyable to watch to somebody that enjoys the craft of the well, game. Well, also it's like he just puts his head down and plays. Like he yeah. he doesn't he's almost as far as his demeanor on the court is almost a throwback. Like he doesn't bitch the refs much, which most modern players do, right? Like he he just he just puts his head down and and he's not showing an insane amount of motion. Right. Yeah. I always wonder. What's, I mean, I wonder what's going through his head. Well, he's like, seen his whole family get that, murdered by John Wick. So you know, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, dude, he's, he's seen some shit, man. Yeah, he he has no emotions. There's no emotions where we are from. Only death and life. And I am living life until the day I die. And that's what I think when I watch him. It's like, dude is not gonna be overly dramatic you have to you have to live every day like it's your last because you never know when john wick knock on your door you're like all right well you're in the nba he's like for now (laughs) i would like an update you saw what happened you saw what happened to bobin in the movie i would like an update on his brothers yeah they just they just disappeared yeah no they've been haven't they been like in in stadiums and stuff. Maybe I, maybe I missed them. I don't know. Yeah, I think they're making appearances. I don't know. Maybe maybe I missed them. But yeah, this this was obviously a, a huge game. The next one, and uh, we got a top. There's a chance we might call it. Just heads up, there, false. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't want to bring it up if you weren't bringing it up. But tomorrow night we have we have uh, prize picks potential. We have a potential. triple P. As long as I can get a babysitter. 
Okay. Meanwhile, so, I'm will be babysitting tomorrow. Okay, gotcha. So we both How have, old? We both have babies to uh uh three. It's a good age. Uh, like my my nephew Dean is the the most insane three year old of all time. First of all, he's like he's a six year old size, but he apparently doesn't have like the muscle build yet. So he's like he's literally too big to hold up. Like he's incapable of like moving his body in certain ways because he's too big and doesn't have the muscle development. <laughs> And also is weirdly maybe autistic around the spectrum or something like that because he's like genius level fucking smart already. He's like English, Spanish, and Hawaiian. He's like full on reading at three. It's Good like, him. yeah, he's sounding out like large words. And I'm like, oh boy, he's going to be. Well, who needs a Wikipedia during the game? We'll just bring Dean on. Yeah. Well, he'd probably be I'd a be bad one. Like, yeah. That well, that's the thing. It's like uh, if we if we go at, at game time, he should be should be in bed eight thirty. Yeah, that's my problem. Like she she be. That's like the fighting hour of like. Go to bed. You know, like like why? The I'm still I'm still fascinated by the overly tired thing with babies and toddlers. Like they're I always, overly tired, so they're miserable, but they won't go to sleep. Yeah, I always say like I don't understand it. Like, as an like, do, like do we have that ever had that as adults? Oh, I mean, we have like, you ever had a girlfriend who like, like, re- like hangry was like really a thing for? Yeah, well, hangry is a thing, but I'm saying like if you're overly tired, you just close your eyes and go to sleep. Yeah, but it, but I'm saying my point is is like. And my sister's like this, and I've had girlfriends like this, like where it's like you're you're so you're so like hungry that like you, you get to the point where it's like hangry, where it's like a, a a switch gets flipped, where like everything's fine, but then all of a sudden you're angry at me. I'm like, well, why didn't you just have like a fucking bagel? Like I don't under like how did we how <laughs> yeah. did we get here? Exactly. How did we get to the point where you're you're so upset that you haven't eaten? Like when I'm hungry, I just eat. Yeah. yeah. I don't get to the point where I. I push I through that and then I'm angry at somebody. It's like, just go to bed, just eat. Well, I, I've, I've come to the conclusion. Uh, I'm going to make a connection here with uh, our guy, Nick D'Alessandro. He's got like some baby stuff in him. Right. Yeah. Because like, because like he would get hangry. Well, no, because like Isla awake, like the last few nights she's woken up at like 4 a.m. And just and, like and moseyed out of her bed and eating a cheese stick. <laughs> No, but she ferociously wants to eat. You know, we're like yeah. it's like, like, like you're almost a monster, but right. then goes right back to sleep. Yeah. That's that's a Nick move, right? Just like wake up four a.m., go to the fridge. That's his version. Stumble of- over, cheese stick, back to bed. Yeah, it's, it's like the mindset of a child. By the way, we have a call later in the show, which I'm going to play, which is another thing that I somehow missed of, of news that happened last month. I guess we, okay. I think we both did. It's kind of funny from the other Nick D'Alessandro from okay. Michigan. It's there's a lot going on here, but I want to I want to get out of the way because we're still talking NBA or we were. We got to address the design Williamson thing. Now, I don't really have the most to say about it, but everybody so many dirtballs DM me about so design Williamson. this is this is going to be the first of a couple stories that I feel like you've got your, you know, you, you've you've 
dove into, you know, in prep for the show that I maybe don't have much. Give me the Cliff's notes about this story right now. Like, what what's the gist of it? Okay, so here's the gist. There is... I saw on Twitter, or I saw a, a screenshot of a Twitter, Zion Williams is expecting a baby? He is. With his girlfriend? I think it's side piece. Okay, side piece. So does he have a girlfriend who is not this baby mama? So this porn star... But now she's a she's also a separate. Does Zion is Zion Williamson in a relationship? Well, apparently this porn star Mariah Mills went. She scorched the earth with with tweets yesterday. Like they're pretty hilarious, and they're getting millions because like the stuff she's saying is is pretty wild because it's just like she's not holding back. Okay, right. So but now this is in reaction to the baby news? Yes. Okay. So she started posting. So so I'll just I'll just read some of them. Like Zion, I hate you. Looks like you've been had a girlfriend and sleeping with other women behind my back. You liar. And she's posting screenshots. Where like she's a porn star. So she's like, dude, I know you're gonna have like girls. Like she's not stupid. But she's really mad that he's having a baby, and I guess she was going to move to New Orleans. I mean, why, why, why don't here? Why don't I do this? Why don't yeah. so you can actually see on the screen? Why don't I pull up the, a screen share? That way you can at least see. We can kind of go through uh, some of these together because put on my put on my glasses. There's a lot. There's a lot here. There's a lot here. Right. Why, why, why don't we just? Why don't we start? Why don't you just scroll back, and we'll we'll, we'll start, start from... here. Okay. Okay. I hate you on God. Zion Williamson looks like you Ben had a girlfriend and sleeping with other women behind my back. Again, at Zion. First, a hashtag Zion Williamson, and then an at Zion Williamson. You liar. Okay, and so it's... his screenshot is bet. I don't have a girlfriend, but if I moved you to New Orleans, would you be cool with be like my official? I don't know. Bitch, side piece, whatever. Just asking so I know how to go about the situation with respect. When you move, how much do you expect me to pay you a month? But I'm super excited. Okay. So, I mean, we're one tweet into this, and this is this is my takeaway. Zion Williamson, bunch of girls, has a bunch of girls. She was one. He has enough money who is like, listen, I'm moving to New Orleans, but you'll be my whatever. I don't know what's blacked out. Bitch, I assume. Be my like official bitch or side piece or whatever, slut. Who knows what's under that? But yeah. basically, I'll pay for you to move here. And he's asking how much, basically, a monthly stipend for a him. Payroll. Yeah. Basically, payroll. I'm gonna put, put you on the payroll. Yeah. And then got a different girl pregnant. Correct. And then and then from here, better she's... pray. I'm not pregnant too because I'm definitely late. Okay. I was with you last week in New Orleans, and you couldn't tell me you had a random thought pregnant after all I've done for you. Maybe he didn't know then. This is where she gets really uh, transparent. She's just letting the world know. I let you fuck me so many times without a condom, and this is what you do to me, a hood rat that does CPN? I don't know what that is. I don't either. Putting my life in danger, fuck all these hoes raw. Well, he's not putting your life in danger. Again, 
AIDS is basically non-existent if you guys are sticking to vaginal sex. <laughs> I warned you. I mean, that's, let's be honest. Like, what your life's not in danger. You're not going to die from fucking HPV. Mariah Mills, I was like kind of on your side until now. We're making it a life and death situation. Yeah, fucking all like what? Like, talk about the propaganda campaign. Stop watching like. Stop watching the fucking Stephen White AIDS story. It's not 1986 anymore. So she says, I, I warned you about, by the trapping- way, by the way, uh, uh, Zion Williamson's in the NBA. I don't know if you've heard about NBA players and AIDS. You're going to be fine. I warned you about <laughs> trapping type hose at Zion Williamson and you didn't listen to me. I know the fuck you. I know the game. Fuck you. And congrats again. Pregnant emoji. The bill was too high. So you had to scrap for crumbs when you couldn't see me or I was busy. So she's saying okay. she, she cost too much for him. So he went the other route. I'm, but the truth is, she's right. probably just like fucking a lot of different girls, right? Yeah. Couldn't even impregnate a real porn star. Puke emoji, puke emoji. I, is, is a real porn star who you're trying to be impregnating? So okay, she goes she posted back the to, screenshot again. Yeah, of how much you want to pay. So now, by she, the way, if you go to her, if you go to screenshots from her chat, she's got Zion Williamson in there, but like also like who's Flash? You know, like is that? Oh, the guy, the guy, the guy who bought uh, the guy from Live is in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the guy who combined Live and uh, PGA. So, and, and now she's saying like how she motivated. I motivated you to get back in shape. You I, did oh, this a terrible is job. Of, uh, you did a terrible job at that, Mariah. By the way, the guy can't <laughs> stay in the league for fucking. The, it, the the only thing he's in shape to do is fuck porn stars, apparently, because he has not been in shape to play basketball since. Before he was at Duke, I motivated you to get back in shape. I let you fuck me all kinds of ways. You're a porn star, and film me on your phone again. You're a porn star. Yeah, listen, I I have much respect for sex workers, but like, if this is like me sending a fucking text message to somebody and be like, I gave you Miller Lights to drink. It's like, yeah, dude, that's the ga- that's the name of your game. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I let you come over to my house and drink Miller Lights. Good news. That's what I do with everyone. Yeah. And you impregnate a low budget porn star DNA test or I'm done. What? I don't really get it. I guess maybe she's ho- she's still hopeful that it ain't his. Love you in these jeans and I'm going to F you in a FaceTime you in a little bit so yeah. we can talk about you moving. You sound stupid. Well, look, these, the, to be honest, sorry, these she just keeps going. These keep going. And I love this one. I told you was going to be the next king next to LeBron. I motivated you. Your bowel B- movement. <laughs> yeah, BM is the reason you gained weight. She toxic. I guess BM is the girl. I okay. hate you. I hate you for that. Honestly, Zion Williamson, you hurt me. I hate me. this for you. Oh, yeah. You hurt me with this one. I couldn't sleep last night. Oh. And then, th- and then it goes back to the sex. By the way, I love looking at the discrepancy of how many views. Anything sexual gets so many more views. This yeah. one's 7.6 million. I let you spit in my mouth last week when we fucked. You could have told me you had another whore pregnant. How was that going to work out? Us both moving to New Orleans. You think I could have found out, Zion Williamson? Anyway, like, like you see, this literally just goes on. And on Jesus and on and on. <clears throat> so let's just do. Let's just do the quick version. Um, 
porn star gets fucked by NBA player and then is surprised NBA player is fucking other hoes in the all time. You're a fuck. You should be this girl in her next, her next porn should be her getting fucked in size 40 clown shoes. Like who, (laughs) who are you to not think that this is what he was up to? Like, what are we talking about here? This is like a, this is like a 60 text thread from John Morant's girlfriend being like, and then you had a gun. It's like, yeah, this is what he does. Like, what are we talking about here? Well, we have to go to Black Sports Online to see their headline. Oh, man. What's the BSO headline? After Zion Williamson posted his gender reveal video with alleged squirter, Akima, OnlyFans model Mariah Millie Mills goes off saying she helped him get back in shape by playing bedgammon with him, and he better hope she's not pregnant too. Parentheses, text, pics, tweets. Is bedgammon just sex? I guess so. Pretty funny. He can put squirter in the headline, but he cannot put sex. I think he was just trying to be funny. What, bedgammon? Yeah. Okay. But, uh, I mean, that's 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 like a kid on Christmas for Robert Latow from Black Sports Online. Like when yeah, this new yeah. when she starts tweeting, I feel like just sirens go off in his house. Oh, there's a bad there's a bad signal. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly there's there's the there's the outline of the BSO uh, emblem above Long Beach. There's just like there's a giant light shining above Long Beach, and everybody's like, "What is that?" It's like, "Oh, Black Sports Online." Robert's being called back to the BSO cave. Well, we I'm gonna pl- I'm gonna show a comment here we got, which is kind of interesting if you put it in context. So the NBA draft from 2019. I think this is a Millie. Number one, the number one pick Zion is a freakazoid. Number two is a wankster. I mean, it's a pretty interesting draft class where that's. I mean, out listen, still. listen. Do you remember? Who went third? Did RJ Barrett go third? That's right. And we were so devastated to have fallen to third and not have Zion Williamson or John Morant. Meanwhile, Zion Williamson will not be playing next year because he's going to get caught in a porn star crossfire. (laughs) And John Morant's not going to play next year because his arsenal of guns will be the ones that are used by the porn stars in the Zion Williams and crossfire. He's like, I got to get rid of these guns. Adam silver says, if I don't get rid of these guns and then he sells them to porn stars who use them to kill Zion Williamson. Meanwhile, RJ Barish is like, I'm over here. The quiet 14 <laughs> every night. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Well, like, like, like the thing is, this won't affect Zion. Like the Zion, this is just funny. I wonder what goes through his head when he sees her posting this. He's just like, I don't care. Like, cool. You're posting screenshots of me saying you look good in jeans. Yeah. Or posting screenshots of me asking you how much you want for a monthly stipend to be my porn star hoe. Yeah. But basically, like, what what she's just so dumb to be like. Listen, if she had gotten pregnant. She would be the one on the other side, and the other girl would be sending him these texts. Like, you're just 
not even a real porn star. Like I've never heard of any of you people. Yeah, she's a she's an OnlyFans. Yeah. I I don't even know. Like in 2023, I don't know what what is a real porn star. Because anybody can be a porn star with the internet. So like I, I don't know what that this isn't Jenna Jameson days, man. Right. Like I, I just I don't I don't know what that means. Like at all. Yeah. But like whatever. Well, it's it's the same joke that forever. It's like there's no there's no uh there's no porn character actors. Everybody's immediately a star. Oh yeah, that's true. That is true. Well, good luck, Zion. I think you should uh, focus on maybe playing some basketball sometimes. So that's that's getting, how it works. Huh? I'm getting a text from the other room. Cheating wife Mariah Mills gets drilled by husband's pal Brazzers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I you know what I love. She's I love like, that I, I'm on a podcast right now, opening porn on a on my phone. <laughs> to watch the girl who's been t- tweeting at Zion Williamson get fucked. The, the the world is a wild place. Dude, 2023 is nuts. I love that she's like, I let you spit in my mouth or I let you go raw. Like, dude, you're a porn star. That's literally work for you. You let dudes spit in your mouth. You let dudes go raw. That's literally showing up, clocking in. That's what you do. Which, whatever. Fine. I don't care. Do what you want to do. I'm not going to judge you. But, like, is that one of those things in that industry where, hey, I let people do this at work, but when I'm not at work, yeah, dudes can't do that to me. Right? I don't know. That's kind of the vibe. I, I mean, getting. listen, this How's is a white porn? guy going. I'm watching a white guy go to town on it right now. So, like, she's, you know, she's open to all kinds of. Equality. That's good. Yeah. All right. Well, to all the dirt balls who, uh, all white dirt balls out there, I'm saying there's a chance. <laughs> so slide, slide into her DMs. Maybe she'll be open to you. Uh, we got to talk about this live PGA thing. We got to move on from this porn star discussion. Yeah. This live PGA merger. This has happened since our last episode, I guess. Yeah. And we're, one- pretty, we're pretty big, you know, as far as live, I, I wouldn't say we're live stands, but we love, you know, the, the, the phrase that people love to use in this is like in terms of, um, fuck what now? God, I'm such a, um, I'm, my, my mind is blanking, but it's like, uh, a disruptor, you know what I mean? Uh, the live was a disruptor tour. And um, we really liked the disruption. You and I, I wouldn't say, I don't think either of us really tuned in to watch any live golf. Uh, no. But, but we love the disruption of the PGA tour. And mm-hmm. it's Correct. all come. I mean, like, if you were like us, if you were like, if you didn't take the stance of, oh, this is everything, fuck, fuck these people, the PGA, everybody should love the PGA, then. You're you're just it's a glorious day for you. Like we're we we were on fa- we were in favor of the disruption and it it's fully been disrupted. Not even a year. Not yeah. even a full 365 days. 
That's what's crazy. Like, and I'm going to say this before we go into it. Let's not forget, Phil Mickelson was raked over the coals by everybody at first. That There were numerous, and I read them, numerous editorial hit pieces yeah. that his career, wash aside his six majors, it didn't matter. His, his majors, what he's won, didn't matter. He ruined his legacy, and that was by a lot of people saying that. And now, with how this is all transformed you could argue the exact opposite he's almost like i don't know he's like the jerry west on the basketball like the logo right. like like right. he he literally transformed the future if you're a young golfer out there the amount of money you can make now and he was the number one guy to do it he was the first guy to do it right and how this is like I've never seen somebody do a 180 like this Jay Monahan. It's it's it is absolutely nuts. And what I mean, the, the, there's so many layers to this, but like I mean, the big one is obviously the guys who felt like they were taking a stand and not going and now are playing with those guys. Everybody's back, it's all the one thing, and they just didn't get Tiger Woods just didn't. Tiger Woods just doesn't have a extra eight hundred million dollars for spending eight months of people being like, "Hey, don't you feel like you oh, you would have had to put up with it for eight months for eight months eight months of people talking shit about you for eight hundred million dollars?" Tiger Woods went through way longer periods of people talking shit about him than eight months before in the past. Oh, he's, he's fucking girls from per Perkins and he's high on Ambien and whatever. He didn't get eight hundred million dollars that. In fact, probably lost eight hundred million dollars for those. Yeah, no, it's crazy, and that's a thing. Like they, they stood up. Some of these guys who stood up for, especially Rory, Rory McIlroy, who yeah, he's been number one on my like you're a cuck list. Yeah. Now it's tough to choose a, a most punchable face in the golf world because a lot of guys have punchable faces. Yeah, right. From like the the Friday Brooks Kepka to like the nerdy dorky Roy McIlroy is up there though but listen to what he said this is what's so funny to me this is what he said yesterday I still hate live like I hate live I hope it goes away and I would fully expect that it does I think that there's the distinction here I think that where the distinction here is this is the PGA tour, the DP world tour and the PIF very different from live. Uh, it sounds like we're still talking about that porn star. Uh, yeah. And, uh, but I want to say this, he's talking just about out there DPing random hoes. I'll let you PIF in my mouth. He says there still has to be consequence to actions. The people that left the PGA Tour irreparably harmed this tour, started litigation against it. Like, we can't just welcome them back in. That's not going to happen. Dude, they actually – you're going to make more money. Here's, here's what I'm going to say about Roy. But, but, like, but the, the, you know, my bigger problem with it is, again, and this goes for the fans, but this goes for the players as well. If you were lying and listen, you can, you can say all you want. Like I, I never really had a problem with somebody being like, I'm sticking with the PGA because the PGA is where the history is. It's where the legacy is. I want to be known as a great PGA golfer when all is said and done, 
you know, I want my, I want the history books to, to read about my career. That, that's not a problem, but they, but most of the guys didn't say that. They most of the moral. guys said, most of the guys went moral and the Saudis and their money and whatever. And now if you're a golfer on the PGA tour, you're going to be making that quote unquote blood money. So unless you, unless Rory McIlroy, I agree. Walks suddenly, away. unless he walks away and goes and starts the moral high ground golf tour where all the money is, uh, is that, that all the purses have been raised by, you know, like dog rescue foundations, you know, then, then you stand for nothing. Well, that's, that's my thing. Like, that's the thing. I, why? I don't know why Rory. And McElroy by the way, I don't even care. Me I either. Don't even care. Me either. Like take the money. Like I don't care either, but dude, you, you took a moral stance. You straight up can't play. Like, you, and, and and again, I don't, I'm like, and it's this, and the same care. thing. And listen, the same thing is going to go for the fans. We're, we're already seeing it. You put a clip up and I put it on our TikTok, and you see the people in there. They took the blood money. I'm never watching golf again. You're a liar. Of course you are. You never watched live because it wasn't what you grew up on and what you knew and what had the history. And you don't know, you don't know the list of guys who won the live you know, Brookfield open, you know, the list of guys who won the U S open and the majors. And this is all the things that you cared about. So you were going to be, you were going to be loyal to what you know. And you were going to be loyal to that, but you used this Saudi thing and the blood money as the reason that you wouldn't, wouldn't support it. Really. You were just hurt that the talent pool was getting cut in half. Yeah, you liked having all the talent in the place that you watched it. But now that it's coming back, all these people are going, oh, I'm done with golf. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're absolutely going to watch. You're probably watching more intently now. Well, and, and that's exactly what Jay Monahan, the PGA commissioner, said. Right. I'm going to play the clip. This was him last year invoking 9-11. Like, dude, that's where you went. And this is what he said right when the live thing started. Reed and others, quote, expressing their outrage towards the golfer's for participating in the new league and accusing them of sports washing and betraying the United States, end quote. And that's gotten a lot of steam over the last 24 hours. That story first reported again in the New York Post. How much did you talk to your players about the possible ramifications if they sign on with the new league? Well, I talked to players. I've talked at a player meeting and I've, and I've talked to a number of players uh, individually. Uh, for a long period of time and I think you'd have to be living under a rock to not know that there are significant implications and as it relates to the families of 9-11 uh, I have two families that are close to me that lost loved ones and so my heart goes out to them and I would ask you know any player that has left or any player that would ever consider leaving have you ever had to apologize for being a member of the PGA Tour? No, because no one ever makes you apologize for Augusta not allowing black people there until 1986. <laughs> Seriously. So because that's because that's very it's very American of us. Sorry. And, and, and the, the other the other thing is is like again, you you guys are like all of a sudden, can we stop backing like do, this is like on America like Saudi Arabia is an ally. I know of the United States. 
We get we sell them weapons all the time. All the time. You, if if you're some rah rah American guy who's in our TikTok comments going like we're siding with terrorists and now I'll never watch golf anymore. What are you talking about? We have bases what, there. Like yeah, what are you talking about? If you sub, if you're a rah rah American military lover, then this is this, you are this, you are already on their team. Yeah. No. I mean that's the thing. It's like. Everybody can play that card, and it's just wrong. And that's what he said last year. And again, not even a, a year later. This is literally what Jay Monahan does two days ago. Today is a it's a historical day for the PGA Tour and the game of golf, uh, and it's a historical day for the PIF and the DP World Tour. And double penetration. Right. World you know, Tour. there's yeah. been a lot of tension in our sport over the last couple of years. But what we're talking about today is coming together to unify the game of golf. The and only to do 11 so, reference that should be made in regards to this situation is this guy going down on is Jay Monahan going down on this Saudi Arabian's cock <laughs> like he's the Twin Towers. <laughs> you have the twin. The only Twin Towers happening here are his balls in your mouth. <laughs> the I only mean, going down, the only going down we should be referencing is you going down mouth to cock on this dude. On Under one umbrella, and David, the way that we're doing that is we're creating a for-profit LLC uh, that the PIF is going to invest in alongside the DP. For the record, I know this gets confusing. The PIF is the Saudis guys, right? So just so everybody knows, world tour. Uh, and together, we're going to move forward uh, and we're going to take efforts to to grow and expand this great game and to take it to new heights. And so what's happened today and to your earlier question is we've recognized that together we can have a far greater impact on this game than we can working apart. And I give. Oh, wait. So I'm going to stop it there. So, so together, you just mean you you want their money, right? You're, you're going to. Listen, You're Andy, we've talked on this show a lot, a, a lot about this. Prior to this, we really like we didn't we haven't talked much golf on this show. No, and I think. And listen, I think I'm going to put the call out there. You know, the BSO, the bat signal like we need we need the white light. We need the Tug Coker signal. We need Tug Coker. I feel like Tug Coker is a PGA stand. Um, we need him. I need his thoughts on this situation. Um, we're going to text him after the show. I think next episode we need a tug coker. We need a, a, a around the horn with tug coker um, to get some clarification. But again, we haven't really talked a lot about this stuff. We don't really talk golf on this show very much. But the only thing that this has left me feeling is that I am a Phil Mickelson stan. Because the guy's like, I just play golf. I don't give a fuck about any of this stuff. You got money for me to play golf. I'm playing golf for you. I don't get involved in anything. Like, you're going to talk to me about the politics of this. Who's going to pay me the most money to play golf? Yeah. And guess what? That attitude, I can respect. I don't give a fuck. No, I want to make sure. a bunch and, of money fucking playing golf. And that's my thing is like, when people, when you take the, the moral high ground is always a Always a tricky thing to, to stand on because uh, exactly this situation. It's like, dude, money talks. What do we always say? Follow the money in yeah. life. It, it doesn't matter. And listen, the Tiger, the Tiger, 
Tiger Woods probably smartly didn't try to take a moral high ground on anything because he has some immorality in his past. Sure. But, and so now he didn't take the money. He didn't need the money. He didn't take the money, but he didn't make it a whole big thing. But like you said, the guys who did, suddenly they're like, I guess you, I guess you better start the fucking white collar golf tour or whatever. Well, well, it's the, fucking, the white, the white night tour. The, the Roy, because I looked it up, you know, Rory McIlroy's made almost two hundred million dollars in his career. So, but so he that's what tripled that in, in with with the signing of one like one signature. No, for sure. But my point is, like, if you really want to take the moral high ground, you don't need the money, Rory. Like, you have generational wealth already, already. But you'll yeah, you play. Could quit. You could just quit. Yeah, so I'm saying you'll play. Yeah. You can play golf anywhere. You don't do have to do it professionally. Yeah, but you'll keep playing because. You're a hypocrite, and, and look, and and people look. We're all we're all hypocrites to a to a degree on things, but like that's my thing. When it comes to money, like guys, money talks. I'm not gonna tell somebody. But I have a feeling. I have a feeling that the golf world's not gonna treat Rory McIlroy like the the sports fans treated LeBron James. Oh, if you work with China, then you're then 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 you don't care about. Then you're a liar. You don't care about human rights. You don't. They're not going to do that for Rory. No, he'll get a pass, and they're not even going to treat him how the commissioner is being treated. Because it's like, clearly the commissioner stood for nothing, and what sucks for the players is that none of them knew this. They all found out on Twitter. They all found out. And, and you know, the guys who stuck with the PGA, we're talking about the non-name players who could have maybe made a lot of money on live. It's like, Clearly, how can you trust Jay Monahan now? But dude, money talks, and 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 that's that's what's happening in the in the soccer world. The, these guys, basically, the Saudis are they just they have they have unlimited money because of the oil, which is like a whole other discussion, right? Like if we got off the oil for the cars, like this isn't a whole thing. But that's like a, that's like a Sam Trip. There's your boy. That's like a Sam Tripoli podcast. Yeah. And I'm not going to go down that and bore anybody with that, but that's what they're doing right now with like uh, Ronaldo, right? And these uh, these big name soccer players, and that's and that's why the Messi thing, which we could segue into Lionel Messi signing with the Miami soccer team, is such a big deal because he was supposedly offered 400 million to go play in like the Saudi league. And he's on record saying, like, he didn't want to take his family over there. Now, don't get which, me wrong. Which, again, is uh, – and, and that's also a, a wildly different thing than the Live Golf. Like, they weren't like, oh, you join Live Golf, you have to go play golf in Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia only. <laughs> they were just like, hey, we're just backing this new tour. And they're like, oh, okay. But where is the tour? I mean, they're like, America and fucking Europe and all the places the golf. Yeah, sure. Oh, it's just more money. And 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 the other thing is, you know, part of the messy thing. And and my cousin, uh, shout out to my cousin Jonathan, who came out to uh, a show last night. He sent me a message this morning. He's like about Messi, and this is the summary he just sent me: Messi getting shares and revenue in Adidas, shares and revenue in Apple TV, subscriptions growth, 
And I have to clarify because I read conflicting reports, but he's either getting equity in inter Miami once he retires or got the golden ticket for another team, which by then could be $750 million on top of a salary of 50 to 60 million euros or dollars. But either way, a lot of money. Yeah. The point is, the point is you can, it's also easy to like, say, I'm not going there. When you're also getting some fucking crazy massive deal that has crazy back end potential and whatever. Oh, and you got to play in Miami. No, tough, for sure. Tough it, call. No, exactly. And that's my thing is like when it comes to money, like people have to make decisions in life, right? Whether it's taking money from Saudis or selling cocaine, like you, you, you do you, man. Like you, you could argue if you really wanted to go down it. There's there's blood money on a lot of shit we all do. Oh, of course. Um, I did see a funny headline from the Onion though. I wanted to. to I, I don't normally see, see, cite the Onion, but this was a funny one. Live golfers on Saudi course forced to putt around woman being beheaded. <laughs> <laughs> it's a picture of somebody trying to putt with somebody being beheaded. But again, this is, you know, we've, we've been through this and how long it's like, like imagine being a guy who's out there saying, I'm not going to watch golf anymore. And then being like, it's just the NFL for me. It's just, I, you know, I'm, I'm a rah, rah American. So from, from this point forward, no more golf, just watching literally human beings get their head hit with a fucking mallet to the point that they will probably spend if they make it to their sixties, their sixties and seventies eating, you know, squished bananas with a spoon because the NFL refuses to do anything about concussions, refuses to take care of people after that. Oh, we're going to uh, move the kickoff back. Oh, cool story, guys. <laughs> Great. Well, I guess that solves everything, then. No, exactly. It's like... Oh, it's like, dude, we're going to... In preseason, when no one's hitting each other, we're going to add weird rugby helmets on top of their helmets. Or are you, are you going to use those during the season as well? No. God, no. That would be ridiculous. No one wants to see that. People want... people When you're paying an actual ticket price... Also... Like you got to see the the head bludgeoning deaths. That's the thing. Like you say, follow the blood money. Like you don't have to follow too far with the NFL owners. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's, it's already I mean, Jerry Jones, king of Jerry Jones, the king, king of the NFL. And Robert Kraft. Yeah. Like they got, yeah. come on. You think, you think, you think how many, how many dinners with Saudi oil folks do you think Jerry Jones has had in his life? More or less than he has illegitimate children. A lot. Has, I mean, you think he has ten Saudi oil dinner a year? A hundred percent. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, like the, I won't stand for this. The, I'm done watching golf because of size. I'm done watching the NBA because of China. It's just the NFL for me. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like. It, it's a stupid stance to take because you, you just you're wrong and just look under the hood of the car man it's all it's all shady it's all shitty money but like th this messy thing is interesting because they're saying 
who knows? They're saying this is way bigger than like a David Beckham. Obviously, Messi's older; he's thirty-five. Well, I but think like, we've also we've we've also come a long way from the David Beckham. And then I believe Beckham owns Miami. Yeah, or at least he's club? a partial yeah. yeah. partial owner. I didn't realize that Apple Plus had paid. First of all, also let's let's talk about let's. There's a couple of things, and, and this is me on my very l- limited knowledge of soccer. David Beckham was a very famous soccer player. Messi is the greatest soccer player of all time. Huge True. difference. Huge difference. You know, uh, somebody being popular right now, Zion Williamson is popular, right? Uh, who sells a lot of jerseys in the NBA? I don't know. Fucking, you know. Kevin Durant is popular. K- Kyrie Irving is very popular. Kyrie Irving going to play in China right now is is interesting. LeBron James going to play in China is insane. Yeah. Stefan Marbury went and played in China. Dwight Howard's in China. Carmelo yeah, Anthony, yeah. people joke, like, he go over there. LeBron James not going to play in fucking China. Be good which, troll move. Which is kind of like, and I, and I texted my cousin this morning, I'm like, in NBA terms, this is LeBron going to play in China, right? Like, China's kind of like where basketball players go to die. And the MLS is kind of where famous soccer players go to die. They get, they take their money, they get, you know, they, they have their final years here and they get paid. But again, I don't follow it like you, but from what I read, this Messi was like trying to come back to Barcelona. Like he was trying to make it work in whatever, for whatever reasons. I don't know. Cause I don't know anything about soccer. It didn't work. The point is like, you can't use your hands. Okay. Just make sure we're clear. Yeah, good to know. <laughs> but, but, you know, like whatever. Like I, I know this is – I know the fact that Apple is – like he's going to see some serious money. And also that Apple Plus, I didn't realize, you know, they're paying a few billion dollars for this new MLS deal. Yeah. So the league is clearly growing. So I don't know, but exactly. I, I agree that like you're still making this money and you're going to Miami to play. Like if you told me, hey man, you can make $300 million in Miami or $400 million in the desert of Saudi Arabia, I'd be like, that's a pretty easy decision. Yeah. Plus, so again, ton of back-end stuff. I mean, think about think about the global, you know, uh, um, you know, obviously America still leads the world when it comes to like, culture pop culture yeah like like you know having like shifting culture and you know in the mls you know he's probably not going to be seen every game by the same number of people but like they're already selling out every game i think all their games uh home and on the road are now like sold out because he's playing yeah i could actually see him play if i went to a mls game Apparently the no. team's really good here in Cincinnati. No, there's one in Columbus. Oh, Cincinnati. Yeah, apparently the team's really good this year. Do you guys year. have a team in Cincinnati and a team in Columbus? Yeah. Ohio has two professional soccer teams. Yeah. In the MLS. Yeah. Wild. Right. That's why I don't take it seriously personally. Two. Ohio. What's that supposed you know, to be? There's, there's not even two NBA teams. Wait a second. Am I incorrect? Did Columbus move? Oh. No, they're still here. Okay. 
Columbus crew. Yeah, there's there's 15. That is interesting. There's 15 MLS teams. And two of them are in Ohio. Two are in Ohio. Two are in Cal. Two are in LA. In LA, you have the uh yeah. LAFC and then Galaxy. Galaxy. And then New York has two. That's the New York Football Club. <laughs> the New York Red Bulls. And then what? I'm just looking at it. Yeah, and the New York Football Club. Wait a second. Is is are the Galaxy still playing? Yeah. Oh, I'm just looking at the Eastern Conference, dude. Bro, there's 29 teams. That's how dumb I am. There's 29 teams in MLS now. Great to know. See, you said 15. I was like, sure, if you say so. <laughs> and and is Miami is Miami new? Is Miami making it 30? Is that what's happening? No, Miami's been there. Okay. You still For can't my- use your hands, right? Am I correct in that? Miami's currently the the worst team in the East. Okay. Cincinnati is the number one seed in the East. Wow. Cincy. The best record overall in the whole MLS. Let's go! There's the the Cincinnati Cincinnati three ways. What's their team? I think they should be, man. No, they're just FC Cincinnati. Oh, FC Cincinnati. They should be the Cincinnati three ways. Right. I guess you could see. I guess. I guess if you if it's the Cincinnati Five Ways, um, then it's not. There, there can be no sexual connotation. Well, three would be sexual. That's what I'm saying. Five Ways a little less sexual. Four Ways. Yeah. Meanwhile, Zion Williamson's girlfriend's like, "We had a five way, and you still doing this to me? <laughs> I let you spit in my mouth." And put onions and sour cream and cheese on me. <laughs> She's I'll unbelievable. Let you give me, I'll let you give me the Cincinnati five way. And this is how you treat me. <laughs> She's like, I'm over here. A gold star adult entertainer. <laughs> She's like, you I trolling bought- around with some skyline ass. I bought you those jalapeno poppers from Popeye's. I did that for you. I bought you those poppers. Well, since the Cincinnati sports is making the news a little, this uh, we got a call about this new Ellie De La Cruz hype. Have you followed this? I have. We got a couple baseball calls. I'll I'll start off with that one. Ellie De La Cruz. uh, I saw him. I saw him go first to third in ten sec or home to third in ten seconds uh, last night. Okay, flying. Dude's nuts, right? All right, let's get to a couple calls on it. Yeah. Dirtball calling in here from lovely New York City, looking outside my window at the Canadian wildfire smoke. A little hazy, a little smoky. The weather is not in our favor right now, favor right now. but Ruther, I'm watching the Reds game right now, and Ellie De La Cruz has his first home run in the big leagues and a triple. Um, what do you guys think? of this call-up. Ruther, no, you haven't been watching them at all this year. You might have to start, start getting back on the bandwagon at Spencer Steer, too. A little Hunter Green action. I don't know. Prano, I know you're probably interested in this. 
more than ruthless right now because the baseball season's been pretty good with pitch clock, um, new rules and stuff. So I want to hear you guys' thoughts on Reds, um, especially Ellie De La Cruz. Um, thanks, and condoms are for Trevor Bauer because that guy sucks. Oh. Uh, well, my my thoughts are precisely the thoughts that I have about my own team, which I believe I believe if 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 I were to look at the standings right now, um, I don't I think the Mets are seven and a half back in the East or something. Like that. But like if I were to look at the wild card standings, I would imagine Cincinnati's a half game behind the Mets or a game behind the Mets. Like it's probably they're probably because they're both a couple games under five hundred. Um, yeah, they're, but, they're, they're a game behind the Mets. Yeah. Um, so if I were a Cincinnati fan, I would feel exactly the same way I do as being a Mets fan. Who's a couple games under 500. Listen, there's, there's, you're either competing to, to win the whole fucking thing or give me the young guys. I mean, every night when I went, it's a, it's a very, um, it's a very, a consistent and well-known thing. Mets Twitter loves to complain about uh, the Mets lineup every night when, when the lineup finally gets posted and it's like, where's this young kid? Why isn't this young kid in the game? And it's like hundred percent agree. And if you're Cincinnati in, you don't even have the expectations the Mets had going into the season, play the kids, get them up there. What are we doing? If they, if, if it doesn't work out, you can send them back down, but get them the fuck up here. Because if you're not winning and competing, then what you have to be selling as a baseball franchise is this is the future. See the guys before they're the guys. So this guy's been high for a while. Like, yeah. So he's six five. And he I mean, he's a shortstop. What do they mean when they say he's a five tool? Means that he can Hit, hit for power, throw, field, and run. So, I mean, he's off to a good start, right? In two games, he's had a home run, a triple, a double. And this fucker can move. Yeah. Now, sadly, I missed it yesterday. My brother, so my brother actually had texted me and said his, where he works, they have, they have box seats. And he's like, I got, so he, go, he he gets tickets to a lot of games that he has to go and you know show clients and blah blah blah. Anyway, he texted me and my other brothers like, "Hey, you guys want to go? And this new prospects up. They're playing the Dodgers." And I was like, "I gotta no, I got my daughter. I can't because Brittany was working." So of course I would miss his first home run. But right, you know, I mean, look, dude, it's we. You guys know my stance on the Reds. Like, it's tough for me to pay. Like. Had I been available, of course, I'm going to a, a box, you know, where it's free and free food and all that, and I'll be with my brothers. But, like, I don't know, man. It's still tough for me to go down there and pay. Like. Well, listen, they're, 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 not, uh, they're not running away with the NL Central, but they're competitive. I mean, they're a couple games under 500. That's way better than they've been last couple years in terms of just, like, I mean, I wonder where well, last what, year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, twenty twenty one. There are. I mean, you look, yeah. look. They're doing better than expected, and they do have yeah. a young team. And like, if you go young, I mean, that again, like I said, this is what you know. Last year, 
you really didn't have anything to like the guys like what else are you guys going to do and this is at least at least it's something to draw people to the ballpark come see the kids no for sure i just it's just like i mean i just again i've never heard anybody ever say that ever in ownership yeah call out the fact like that was the most disparaging thing i've ever heard it's just like dude you're such a dick and I'm not trying to take a moral high ground because I know I wasn't like, oh, I'm done with the Reds forever. But I for sure was like, I'm taking a break. Like, like you asked me, are you going to go any games this year? And I was like, nah, I don't know. And then I was like, yeah, I bet you will. And I said, we're I probably still, would we're too. So cl- we're so close. I mean, yeah. But yeah, if, if my brother again is like, hey, dude, calm down to the suite and next week, I'll be like, dude, if I'm free, yeah. Uh, I don't know. But like, I'm sure it was electric to watch that. Yeah. I mean, I watched I watched this triple on video and it was electric. So I don't know. We have another call about uh, Jacob Degrom, who is now going to need Tommy John surgery. So, like, don't you feel like a little vindicated? Like you were all mad the Mets didn't sign him, but um, well, listen, there's there's vindication in terms of. Uh, being like, oh, if we had signed him again, well, this well, this could have happened. I'm going to repeat something I repeated in my anger about the Jacob DeGrom situation. There is no fucking salary cap, and it's not my fucking money. And you can, if you go in the, go back and look at the tweets that are under Jacob DeGrom signs with the Rangers tweets. Jacob DeGrom was saying, I loved the you know like he could have just said i wanted money right and now there's a lot there's theoretically a lot behind this in terms of why he went to texas you know he's from this he's from florida he didn't like fucking playing in new york a covid situation whatever there's a lot of theories on that he said i like their building here and people were like you're gonna fucking leave the mets to go to some place, to go to Texas, and you're going to give us this excuse? And guess what? Texas is leading the fucking AL West. And the Mets are behind the fucking Marlins. So you can mock, people can mock that all they want, but the bottom line is, Steve Cohen, I'm going to be fucking competitive. He had the number one free agent on his team and he lost him over money. Now, you can say, thank God he did because he's hurt. But guess what? Nothing's stopping you from Jacob DeGrom getting hurt and then just being like, well, now I guess I got to go get somebody else because there's no fucking salary cap. And you can be like, oh, well, but the Texas Rangers haven't had fucking Jacob DeGrom for most of the season. They're still in first place. Like, there is a culture to... Like you said about Cincy, how do I go support them if they're not trying to win? The Texas fans got to feel completely different. Jacob DeGrom may miss the rest of the season because of Tommy John, but our owner said, I'm willing to, I'm willing to take a fucking suitcase full of fucking cash and take my fucking chances because I want to win. Well, here's a call about the situation. What's going on, boys? Calling back once again from beautiful Tom's River, New Jersey, home of the 1998 Little League World Series champions, 
just saw the news about uh, DeGrom needing Tommy John surgery. Uh, just constantly injured, as you guys know, always uh, soreness, inflammation, or whatever. To me, it, it seems like a situation where, at least over the last few years, he really is a guy who just won't throw a baseball unless he's feeling 100%, um, which I think is completely fraudulent. It's a joke. Um, but I'm curious, who is the Eli Manning, if you will, of pitchers, just Mr. Durability, and who is the Jacob deGrom of quarterbacks? Um, not so much just someone who's always injured, but someone that you think, eh, he could probably play through that and he might just be a little bit of a bitch. Are there little bitches in sports that, you know, they, they say they're injured and maybe they're just hurt? You always heard that as a kid, difference between injured and hurt? I don't know. Um, I won't say condoms are for Jacob DeGrom. He gave us some excellent years on the Mets and just a shame he didn't have the run support uh, or the uh, strings of health to uh, to really make it anything show for it. But, um, oh, man, condoms are for the PGA commissioner for being the biggest cuck in maybe the history of golf, and that's saying something. There's There's so many layers to this when it comes to the Jacob deGrom pitching, not pitching. First of all, I don't know how anybody's mad at him this year for leaving the game that he did earlier in the season with soreness when it turns out he needs Tommy John surgery. <laughs> like, oh, he didn't want to pitch through the pain. Well, it turns out he needs Tommy John. So, turns out, like, he wasn't hurt. He was injured, right? Like, when we do the hurt-injured thing, that's injured. You need you needed Tommy John. The other thing about the Jacob DeGrom thing and and my real my sort of issue with um, Steve Cohen when it was this offseason is uh, a lot of people were saying he never wanted to be here. If he wanted to be here, he would have just signed with the Mets. Right. And the truth is. Jacob DeGrom had a pretty low ball offer that he signed with the Mets prior to winning two. Cy Young's and the Mets had all last season to sign Jacob DeGrom to an extension before he went to free agency. Yes. The, the guy was, you know, maybe sore at times or had not and, and didn't pitch through it. But like, we're sort of at the point now in sports where when a guy's not getting paid, he's not going to do that. And Jacob DeGrom was coming up on this contract and didn't want to get hurt to not get this. Like, listen, I'm talking about New York sports again. I'm a, I'm a Mets fan. I'm a Giants fan. I think there's a high likelihood Saquon Barkley doesn't play football for the Giants this year because he's not going to come play for the fucking franchise tag. Because what if he gets hurt? Like, we can we can all do the like, you know, not to throw shade at a guy, but we can all do like the Joe Bartnick. I wish shorts were shorter. I wish guys would play without a helmet. Back in my day, you played for the love of the game. You didn't need your fucking check. Like, but the bottom line is those days are gone. And they're not coming back. No one's putting their arm or their head or whatever on the line for the love of the game. You know who you know who plays for the love of game? People who go, if I don't play and prove myself. I'm going to be out of the game. Those are the guys who do it. But the guys who have proven themselves to some degree, they want their fucking money. 
and I can't really fault them for that. Like Jacob Degrom missed this year. He is now he needs Tommy John. Like, are we thinking? Are we like pretending he was like? Are we pretending he was fake crying? He I paid. Baseball, do, baseball contracts are guaranteed. He, Jacob Degrom loses no money in this. No, for sure. I do think quarterbacks though can be pussies. And I shouldn't even say it because, like, I'm not a professional football player. I don't know what those guys go through. But, like, I do think there is something between playing hurt versus injured. Right? Like, that was the big discussion around Lamar Jackson, was it not? Sure. Like, like can you play, though, dude? Right. And he could. He, maybe he could have played, but he wanted to get paid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. But like, now listen, you can go back historically, you know, uh, listen, no one's a bigger Eli Manning stand than this guy right here. Right. But look at any Giants game. Look at any regular season game. We're on third and 14. Somebody puts their hand on Eli Manning's shoulder pad and he lays down on the ground. They're like, I'm just so fucking done with this Eli. He fucking feels the pressure and he just fucking lays down. It's like, yeah, and he never fucking misses football games. What the fuck are we talking about here? Like, he's not he's not doing the Tony Romo thing. Oh, and then he's turning his back to the fucking defense. He's Oh, he's just look at him. He doesn't give a fuck. He puts his body on the line. Cool. And Tony Romo fucking didn't finish a season for the last five years in the league. Yeah. Like Eli Manning took a lot of fucking hits and always got up, but he also smartly avoided a lot of hits for the sole purpose of not missing football games. He wasn't Brett Favre. He wasn't like, oh, I'm going to take every hit and I'm going to play every game. Cause I'm going to be addicted to painkillers. Sure. And then I'm going to use my CTE as an excuse to defraud the people of Mississippi. <laughs> Eli Manning's like, I'm going to have my brain and, do a and now I'm going to be a fucking Emmy, <laughs> Emmy nominated TV personality. Yeah. No, for sure. Like I, 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 like I love Eli Manning and Eli Manning absolutely. I'm sure played through a ton of pain and never missed a game, but I also think he was smart about not getting hurt. Well, there's I, don't, I don't, I don't want to pretend like, let's not pretend that like, Eli Manning was Jake was like the opposite of Jacob DeGrom where he was going out there every day with some fucking, you know, UCL tear and being like, I'm just playing through it. Yeah. I mean, well, there's guys who can take hits and there's guys who know how to not take hits. That's, that's the huge thing. But I mean, you look at a guy like Verlander, right? Like Verlander came back from Tommy John two years ago and won the Cy Young. But it's not like he pitched through needing Tommy John surgery. Yeah. You know, like Adrian Peterson tore his ACL, came back, and was better than he was before. So, like, that's elite shit. But, like, he didn't play through needing his ACL repaired. It wasn't like, I don't give a fuck. I'm rubbing dirt on it. Speaking of Adrian Peterson... We saw this uh, Dalvin Cook's getting released. Yeah. Dalvin Cook to the Jets. I mean, look, man. He's been good, obviously. But, like, there's just such a shelf life on these guys. 
You know, he's had four straight 1,000-yard seasons. But, like, dude, he's 27. I, and, pe- like, dude, you're you're at that point for a running back in the NFL. Like, risk of paying a guy like that and then injury and then just the decline. My thing is, like, you've got, like, the four you've had four 1000 straight yard seasons like how many more do you have in you also there's 17 games this season that we we, we have to average for a thousand yard season 78 yards a game 70 less less than that i think we got to change that it's a good point i mean if you if it was 20 games it's (laughs) (laughs) 58.8 It's not that many. It's 15 yards a quarter. Yeah. You have one good 10-yard run and you're <laughs> every quarter and you're you're basically there. I'm just saying like like with those guys like you're just like I don't know, man. Like he's good. Also, you got to remember, you got to keep in mind that you know, having a 1000 yard rushing season when you have a good offense line. Not that they did. Their offensive line was one of those famous only can run block offensive lines. Yeah, I don't know. But like some like yeah, well, sorry, fuck. Cousin, by the way, in case anybody didn't pick her up. What's that? I know not everybody watches this. Oh. So, just want to make sure everybody knows that that was sarcasm. Yeah. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna get to another NFL related call, which is which is pretty funny. Before I do that, Joe, I just want to check in on your Miller Lite status on the East Coast. Give me a Miller Lite update. Well, give you a, I'll give you a couple Miller Lite updates. Went out for pizza at uh, before the show last night. Sally's a pizza of New Haven. It's not not in New Haven, but that's where it's famously from. Went there, got delicious pizza. What did they have? Miller Lite draft. I'm sitting there and they said, um, you have two, there was two for one Miller Lights, right? Mm. So, or two, two for one draft beers because it's happy hour. So she's like, just so you know, um, you get another one after this. And I was like, okay. And then I wasn't even done with my beer and another one arrives. And I was like, you just bring, like, I was like, I actually have to leave in a couple minutes. I have a show. You just bring them. She goes, this isn't even your second one. I was like, what are you talking about? She goes, this is from those guys over there. And I turn around, a couple dirt balls sent over a Miller Lite draft. Nice. Didn't even know they were in the building. Shout out to shout out to the fellas. Uh, I mean, when you talk about like Joe Prano, like when I talk about what are the what are they called? Core memories, you know, sitting down for some East Coast pizza, famous East Coast pizza before a show. And some podcast fans send over a Miller Lite draft. Chef's kiss. Well, guys, Bobby now Valentine's I'm... also Miller Lite drafts. I mean, what a you know me, Andy. I like my Miller Lite in all forms. In order, though, draft, Pliny bottle, regular bottle, can. But, I mean. Two different locations with some Miller Lite drafts yesterday. What I mean, what else does this guy really need? Well, 
Now's the time, guys. It's the summer. With the Miller Lite in your hand, summer doesn't just taste great. It tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com forward slash dirty sports, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. So this this Jamar Chase story is pretty funny. Jamar, what happened with Jamar Chase? It's Jamar Chase impersonator. I didn't okay. I didn't see this when this happened, so I'm gonna play it. Once again, our hotline is 310-359-8365. Oh, oh, hold on. Hold on. Oh. Let's start it over. Do we have a call from somebody doing a Jamar Chase impression? No, I wish. Okay. Hi, Joe and Andy. Uh, this is Nick D'Alessandro, uh, the number two ranked dirt ball from Michigan named Nick D'Alessandro. Um, and <laughs> I, I just had a quick question. Andy, I'm sure you saw the story, but long story short, uh, there was a YouTuber who impersonated Jamar Chase and went to the opening day of Kings Island. He promoted that he was Jamar Chase going. He had security, the whole thing. Because of that, lots of kids went up to him, got his autograph, found out later, got angry. So I just wanted to see uh, whose side you guys were on uh, on this debate, uh, the the angry parent side, and I think rightfully so, or the uh, the side of the prankster where it's like kind of you got caught. So I just wanted to get your opinion on that, and then uh, also see if you guys have had any uh, had any interactions ever with uh, with celebrity impersonators. So. Um, Thanks so much for taking my call. I appreciate it. And uh, since this call was about the Bengals, I would be remiss if I didn't say, can I get a hoodie? Thanks. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye. This is pretty funny. So well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to get mine out of the way right up front. Uh, I'm not going to go full Rory McIlroy here and put myself in a hypocrisy situation as a man who regularly walks around Edgewood Tahoe during the sled tournament, charging people $20 for Aaron Rodgers' autograph. I am on the side of the imposter. Dude, this is pretty funny, actually. So this guy, I'm going to pull up his TikTok. So this guy. Jamar Chase. <laughs> he, don't, he, don't even, he doesn't even look like him, which makes it so funny to me. Um, all right, let me pull this guy up. Uh, so this guy is, what's his profile? TikTok. Oh, wait, what? So that's the guy. <laughs> now I'm 100% on his side. Dude, it looks nothing like him. This is the guy. This is the guy. And look, Jamar Chase at King's Island this Saturday. Is what, and look, he doesn't sound like him. Jamar Chase is coming to King's Island this Saturday. Jamar Chase this Saturday, y'all, at King's Island. That, I mean, that was it. I'm 100% on this guy's side. So, does anybody think Jamar Chase walks around wearing a Joe Burrow jersey? <laughs> does anybody think Jamar Chase walks around in the offseason wearing Bengals gear at all so there there's that video and then and then what i'm laughing about is I i'm 100 percent on this guy's side oh 100%. and also any parent who gave that guy money thinking they were getting Jamar chase's autograph um watch out because andy ruther will be walking around cincinnati this week trying to pretend he's zion williamson <laughs> Who are you people? Do you have eyeballs? Was it a was it Kings Island blind day for the blind? Like what are we doing? Look at this Karen on Facebook. Look what she wrote. This is so funny. She said, uh, I'm sad, pissed, frustrated, annoyed, and disappointed in humanity. All the things. 
All we've heard about the last few days was how Jamar Chase is going to be at Kings Island for opening day. He was already excited to go, but now had planned on, oh, I think she's talking about her kid, planned on meeting one of his favorite players, even wore a Chase jersey. Tons of kids and grownups rocking their Bengals gear on the lookout for Jamar today. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, dude, this kid's like the same. <laughs> he's, the, he's the same size as the kid he's signing. I mean, what are we doing here? <laughs> he's the same. He's like the same height as the kids, the kid he's signing it for. Did are like he's your favorite player. You own his jersey and you think he's five nine? She's getting absolutely raked under the cold. The way he dressed should have been a sign. Your kid is almost taller than him, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the same now, thing. Ma'am, I'm that's your fault. I mean, I'm a hundred percent. No 100% tattoos. Like Jamar this. has tattoos. No tattoos that I see on him. Yeah. <laughs> I love that's where we're at with it. How about just he's clearly not an NFL player? <laughs> people I'm moving to Cincinnati. I'm moving to Cincinnati. Are you kidding me? I'm gonna you know, I I I normally get confused for Aaron Rodgers a lot, but now that I know that people of Cincinnati are so dumb, I'm gonna go sign I'm gonna go sign autographs as Joe Burrow. <laughs> What's your name? I, I won't even have to lie. They'll be like, what's your name? I'm like, I'm Joe. You know me, Joe. They're like, are you fucking Joe Burrow? Yeah, that's that's right. $50 an autograph. I'm, not- I'm, oh. I'm shocked and disappointed. <laughs> Dude, wait, wait till you see. This is amazing. Wait till you see. Uh, first of all, he, he's responded to the uh, the video. Watch this. Dude, I mean, look how look how tall this guy is. I mean, this is amazing. Look at this. I mean, I mean, this is the guy they thought was Jamar Chase. Oh, uh, y'all got pranked. I'm Jamar Chase. Y'all thought this was Jamar Chase. This is the Dollar Tree Jamar Chase. I mean, all y'all fall for it. Shut up, Facebook ladies. <laughs> Shut up, Facebook ladies. He said he's the Dollar Tree Jamar, Jamar Chase. The guy, the guy is like my size. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I'm so in favor. Like the only thing, the only thing that makes me not on his side is that he thinks he pranked people. Like I don't think it's a prank when people are just dumb. <laughs> like you didn't really trick them. They showed up, and a guy who's clearly not Jamar Chase, they just gave money to a guy who's clearly not Jamar Chase for his autograph. Wait, did they give him money? Or did he just I don't know. Who cares? So now what's she upset about? That the kid, somebody wrote on his jersey? Oh, my God. This is just too that much. That's ridiculous. Dude. I'm 100% on the prankster side. <laughs> So, but also I have again my new business plan. Wait for wait for Miami FC to come to town. Move to Cincinnati. Sign <laughs> autograph says Messi. He uh, this first of all, <laughs> I just picture that dude and his boy being like, they're like, you know, smoke a little weed or something, and they're like, yo, what if we said we were Jamar Chase? Are people that dumb? And he's like, I think they are. <laughs> let's let's post a video. That's unbelievable. 
I think he's been banned from Kings Island. I saw. <laughs> Unreal. <laughs> How I dare you? Did How I dare that? you? Did I see that correctly? Did I see How that? How dare you? Because the Karens of Facebook are 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 absolute morons. We showed up to Kings Island on Saturday, and it turned out that the king is not actually royalty anywhere. Did you know that in Cincinnati, we do not have a royal family, and that the king who walks around the park all day is not actually the ruler of the land? In fact, I was shocked to find out that Kings Island isn't even an island. Is Kings Island an island? Is it an island? island? It's not an island. I, I got to get this 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 other NFL news out too. Did you see that two Browns players were robbed at gunpoint? Dude, what is going on with the Browns? So two Browns players were robbed at gunpoint by six masked men um, a few days ago, two of their DBs. And they got out of a nightclub. Six men jumped out, robbed them at gunpoint. They stole their jewelry, and they fled in cornerback Greg Newsom's uh, truck. But here's what's crazy. Newsom wasn't the only Browns player to have his car stolen over the weekend. <laughs> what is going on include? Another source confirmed that Browns backup running back, Demetric Felton, had his vehicle stolen out of his apartment garage. <laughs> Dude, if there's ever been like a bad ad for Cleveland, like I know Ohio's got a weird Cleveland-Cincinnati battle, but like guys, three... Three like guys are getting robbed at gunpoints. Guys are getting their cart multiple play. Like, do they showed up for OTAs? I also, guys, if you're a millionaire uh, athlete, stop tagging your location on Instagram. Stop telling people where you and all your jewelry are. Like, yo, we at the club, and the, <laughs> and, and there's guys just like grab your ski mask. We had to go to the club. <laughs> he just posted a picture from inside his Bentley. We're just gonna take his Bentley. I just love the Browns players showing up to OTAs and being like, all right, raise your hand. Who got robbed this weekend? Who got robbed? Who got robbed? And then the last piece of football news I want before we get out of the show, I texted you about this. I am fucking turned for this documentary. Netflix is going to do a documentary on the Florida Gator squads. Yeah, you are turned for this. Oh, dude. From 2006 to 2009. Now they we want got, we got Tebow. We got Tebow. We got multi we got serial killer Aaron Hernandez. Both Pouncy twins. Both Pouncy twins. Riley Edward R- Cooper. Riley Cooper. You have Cam Newton. Cam Newton before he got kicked out for stealing a laptop. You have Percy Harvin, who got mm. in a lot of trouble too. They're saying it's it's gonna you and also of course have, Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer, and then you also have, you know, other guys that were going to be great or really good in the NFL: Brandon Spikes, Carlos Dunlap, Joe Hayden. Also, you have two assistants who become big name college coaches, and Dan Mullen and Charlie Strong. So apparently, it's going to document all the wild shit. It was going on around campus. the verge of Golden Boy. Oh, I'm hurt for this, dude. And I'm not obviously. It's not like I was like following Florida that closely, but like all those personalities 
wasn't wasn't one of the Pouncy brothers. What what it was it, right? It was him and uh, Richie Incognito. It was like a tag team bullying of yeah. that Jonathan Martin, right? Yeah. I can't wait to just to see what like Urban Meyer just like didn't give a fuck about. Yeah. He's like, oh, you guys can play football. Cool. We're gonna put a Jesus your ne- freak. Your nephew's gonna watch it ten times and be like, Tebow's the goat. <laughs> Give us a ring, 310-359-8365. That is the hotline. And uh, try to keep it under 60 seconds if you could, please. Uh, Yeah. On social at The Dirty Sports. Uh, At Joe Prano on all social media. And uh, you can come see me. I got shows. Uh, Next couple days, I have off. Again, shout out to everybody who was able to come to New York Comedy Club at Stanford. Um, I am at Tarrytown Music Hall is a, a, a big theater in Westchester. Uh, really, really great lineup of comedians. Uh, that's this Saturday, Tarrytown Music Hall in Tarrytown, New York. Um, and then the rest of the week in the next week shows in and around New York City. Uh, we've got the Comedy Cellar on Sunday night, uh, the McDougal, the original Comedy Cellar room. On Monday, uh, I've got The Stand and Gotham Comedy Club. Sorry. On Monday, I've got The Stand. uh, Frantic free show at The Stand. Great show on Monday. Tuesday, I've got The Stand, Gotham, and The Cellar. The Stand, uh, then Comedy Juice at Gotham, then The Cellar. Wednesday, I've got uh, The Comedy Cellar again. And Thursday, I've got the stand and uh, the comedy seller, that black pussycat room, all of them on the website at drillprano.com. Um, so go there, but basically Tarrytown on Saturday and then some combination of the stand and the seller all week in New York city on uh, Monday to Thursday with a comedy juice on Tuesday mixed in. So come see a show in New York and um, I'll also be in Ventura the week after I get back at the Copa comedy club on June 23rd and 24th and then more shows to come so come word all right guys that's our show enjoy the weekend we'll be back on monday and possibly back tomorrow so just check check you check your youtube yeah turn the noties on turn the noties on all right guys have a great day and as always stay dirty